Hello, Euphorians. We're Hello. back. <laughs> we are back. We are back. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I'm on like a two-day like hangover right now. We had a pretty you wild are on weekend. A two-day hangover right now. I know. I still feel hungover. Hence why I have like a diluted vodka soda with like barely anything in it. But Alex, you have a fancy drink tonight. You fancy. Uh, despite drinking too many martinis this weekend, I'm drinking a martini. <laughs> like a very gay lychee martini with a little umbrella. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, that's kind of good because like Cal, kinda you kind of see his gay this side. Is like yeah, Cal's like gay bar drink. <laughs> yeah. A lychee martini. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we were, we were actually really sad because we were like, God, we're such fucking idiots to not have cooks tonight of all nights. I, I feel like we're doing a disservice to Cal. But we really are. That's our uh, our local liquor store just isn't coming up big with the cooks lately. They no. just never have it in stock. So I need to find a, a better distributor. New York City has a cooks drought right now. I need to start like <laughs> wholesaling like cases of cooks. You really do. But you know what? Maybe next week we'll like double bottle it up and we'll chug it for Cal. Cooks Champagne, hit us up. For Cal. Please sponsor us. <laughs> If well, there were ever a sponsor I wanted, it would be Cook's Fan. Oh my god, I would die. I feel like they do no marketing, though, so we'll probably never hear from them. <laughs> but... I've looked into it before. <sighs> well, I don't know about you, but I feel refreshed. I feel like this episode was so much better than last week, so I feel, I'm feeling, like, strong again. I was feeling kind of... Yes. Kind of in the dumps last week, because I just wasn't feeling the a episode. A little down in the dumps. A little down in the dumps. Yeah, but, last week's episode sucked, but I uh, I felt good about what I said after the first episode that, like, I give this season the benefit of the doubt after how strong episode one was. Totally. I thought this episode was really strong and made me feel good about saying that. Yes, I agree. Because <laughs> I felt right. <laughs> Do you even get the title? Did you ever, like, establish what yes. that means? I'm a little confused by so, Big and Little Bullies. What does that even we mean? We have... For the first time, to my knowledge, other than the special episodes, we've broken from the song title naming structure. This okay. one's named after a piece of art by Robert Rauschenberg. Oh, shit. Um, that is the the name of the episode. Ruminations, Big and Little Bullies is the name of the piece. What does it look like? Um, well, I can show you. It okay. is kind of a collage. Maybe I'll, I'll post it on our story. Kind of a collage-esque oh. photographic piece. Okay. Um, I don't like it's kinda cool. On a very like surface level, I don't see any like direct comparisons between the piece and the episode, but I think the name um Just kind of signals of to like <laughs> the inherited trauma of like abusive relationships where the abused party then becomes the abuser. So oh, okay. you know, young Cal being the little bully turning into the big bully and Nate being the little bully who will inevitably turn into the big bully. That makes a hundred percent sense to me. That would be my read on it, but I don't know how much that relates to the piece or if that's what I'm Here am I thinking they made up a word. Rum- I thought ruminations was a made up word. Page. <laughs> I thought it was like imagination, but like rue, like rumination. Oh, no, you did you actually think that? I Shut swear the fuck to God. up. You did not. I swear to God. You thought it was rue imaginations? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you did not tell me this. I'm dying. I know. Well, we kind of come to the table like without talking about That's this beforehand. Good. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyways we'll just ignore my dumbass like, that's like pondering something like thinking deeply about something well, or now, but on once it. you just Deep showed thoughts. me that art piece it all hit me like a like a shit ton of bricks and i was like oh my god 
now I know that word, duh. Like, if I was reading it in a book, I would, like, know it, if that makes sense. But, like, I was just looking at it purely from a euphoria standpoint. Jesus. So I was like, weird. Ru-imaginations <laughs> equals rumination. Okay, shut up. So, uh, going right into the episode, uh, okay, I was dying. For the first time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do, like, a cute Insta story of us, like, watching euphoria. So I was, like, <laughs> holding my phone, like, steadily, like, getting the shot. And immediately after the HBO goes, like, oh. There's just, like, a fucking white, disgusting ass, ass hanging out of, like, Hanes underwear. Ass, ass, so ass. I couldn't post it, because Instagram's fucking pussy and won't let you post oh, anything. Oh, really? I don't you think you can post, post the, a butt. You couldn't post They would the have butt. probably banned it, and I don't want to be banned, like, oh while we're about God. to release our episode. I'm not positive, but Instagram sucks. You know how they are. They'll block you for, like, anything. They're so prudish. God. I'm not, like, positive, but you know what I mean? I didn't want to yeah. take the risk, so. Yeah, they really do open, right, with the, the ass, and then there they we go. They do. We get... And Alice I kind of like, backstory. I'm liking all these like period piece like throwbacks. It's kind of fun to get like a mixture of like modern mm-hmm. versus like. You can tell that they enjoy doing like the really like getting into like the, oh, yeah. the, the, the period. Oh, I think I have the episode playing out loud. I need to mute it. Yeah, oh, there do. we go. There you go. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, as usual, watching the episode. So we get to enter young Young Cal. Young Cal's world. <laughs> I liked the the kid that played Young Cal did a good job. I yeah, very like. good. They had a him and the other guy Derek had a very uh, believable like homoerotic connection. tension and yeah connection. Um, Can I ask you a question? Like really, I'll just right out the gates, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to. But like, do you ever? Is this something like? Uh, I want to phrase this right. Like, have you ever felt that with a friend? Have you ever been really deeply connected with anyone? And ever- No? Like, is that normal for a guy to, like, kind of, like... Uh, I think uh, it just depends on the dude. I don't know Like, I know you're like straight. Normal, I know. Like... I'm not, like, asking that level of... But, like, meaning, do you guys ever go through... Like, I'm just going to say, like, girls, I feel like it's talked about a lot that we're, like, wear our emotions on our sleeve. We're more emotional. So, like, I always joke, or not joke, but I always say I could see myself, like, falling in love with a girl, even though I'm not bi. I'm really not bi. Like, I'm not Mm -hmm. into girls. I'm very straight. But in very vulnerable places in my life, I could see myself, like, falling in love with a friend if Mm -hmm. I felt a deep connection. Do you know many guys that ever go through that weird, like, Um, I don't know many guys that have talked about it openly, but, like... I don't know. I mean, do you know what I'm trying to say though? Where you're experimental, you're not like in love, but you might yeah. just be like curious. I mean, like, I felt like attracted to dudes before, but I'm not interested in like yeah, dick. going like, like full. I know that already. <laughs> well, obviously, I know. Like, I've been with you for ten years, so I know that. But I meant like in general, like is that something guys are really open about talking about, or is that like not because girls talk about everything? No, I don't know. I mean, just in general, I'm not someone that talks about yeah. sex a ton with people, but like, I don't know about like, I don't know. You can't. I just ask thought me their friendship something was something so general like that. I don't yeah. know. I just didn't feel Depends like right the away guys. they were romantic. I felt like they were just so deeply like they were deep in that friendship and like leaned on each other for a time. I don't know. I just I no. Didn't really... There was like more than that. Obviously. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The gay bar tells it all. Yeah. They're so cute, though. I really like them, though. Like, meaning I, I don't care if they're friends or gay together. Like, I just think they're cute in general, even as friends. I yeah. think they're, like, friendship. Yeah, it's a vibe. Right. I also am liking the, like, Brad Pitt, like, hairdos, like, Matt Damon looks. I Derek's feel like Derek's hot. hot. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say, I like Derek. Yeah, Derek's Team hot. Derek. He's a dick, though, but he is hotter. You think he's a dick? Yeah, he was so, they were both, like, total meanies. No. Yeah, they were. They were bullies, were they? I they thought were they were just bullies. like always having fun, like goofing off. I didn't really take it as like they were bullies. He was like, he almost ran someone off the fucking road. Oh, just that's like me. 
That's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't like. They're just kids, but like, yeah, they're, they're definitely just like meathead, like assholes. Well, they are wrestlers. Which you and I were joking about, like wrestling. Yeah, such wrestlers a weird... are never that hot. Are you kidding me? The wrestlers are always like the big, like <laughs> dumbbell, like kids. It's always some big, like block. Like... Yeah, I feel like it's like a way to get out of aggression if you're not good at like other sports, because you don't have to be like that good at wrestling, do you? Like it's not that know. like labor intensive. Like I, growing up, like guys know. of all sizes wrestling. wrestled, not in a mean way, but like, guys will. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, guys were, like, stick thin and were wrestlers. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know. That's not fair. I just fair. never wanted to be gripping up on some dudes like that, all sweaty and stuff. Like, yeah. That is not, like, a sexy way to, like, be up on a dude. And dudes, I don't want to get beat up, like, yeah. in a way that I can't, like... I don't know. Wrestling always seemed really fucking lame to me because it's, like, if I'm going to, like, fight someone, I want to fight them, not have all these fucking, like, little totally. rules. Like, you got to grab them this way and flip them on their back like a turtle, like, this way. <laughs> like, I just, I either want to fight someone or I don't want to fight someone. If I don't want to fight someone, like, You want to beat the shit out of them. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't with no this, rules. like, little, like, yeah, I don't know. That I, never appealed to me. For me in high school, too, like... And once again, probably super generalizing, but I feel like guys that did wrestling were like closeted gay guys because they mm. were always like jocks and like trying to over like prove themselves. Yeah, that's a but then later in life, I'd find out like, oh, that wrestler's gay. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I always so felt like that sport specifically just where I grew up was definitely like that. But anyways, so also I liked his. Uh, so that is his wife, right? The young girl. Yeah. Yeah, Doug. He has a yep. kid with her, I guess. Young Marsha. She's hot. She's definitely not hot. She looked now. a lot better back then. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we see who uh, who grew up hotter in that situation. Yeah. Well, that's why at first I didn't think it was her because I was like, "There's no way." Like she's. Dang. I know. Same. I was like, "She's hot." Yeah. Same. She I was, was like, "Are there gonna be more well. developments here? Like in the next episode, is she gonna like? Are they gonna give away the baby and he has Cal with someone else?" Yeah. But then I was like, "No, that is her." No, like, it is her. Yeah. Now, she not that it matters all too badly. much, but I, just so that I understand each character's background, is Cal gay or is he bi? So does he enjoy sex with like Marsha and like he likes girls, or do you think he's just totally Cal confused? Cal seems doesn't pretty know. like flat out like pansexual. Okay. Like I don't. Given that we now know he's into into chicks. Yep. Into dudes. Well, because he into, enjoyed sex with Marsha. You could trans tell. Trans women. Like so, I think Cal we can just say is like pansexual. He likes everybody. Cool. That's what fuck. I I gathered. I just felt like it wasn't one of those things where he was just having sex with Marsha just to like have a girlfriend if it, it seemed no, they like made he a was point to it. say that he liked it and stuff yeah like he was vibing yeah so do you think it's funny in go. movies when couples make, like have sex next to each other i'm like that just doesn't happen in real life and if it does you're really i feel up. like every time they do show that in movies it's in the 70s and yes. i'm like was it like that or do we are we just all like imagining it was like that because we want to think of that time as being like that. it was being like sexy and like and i don't fucking know i wasn't alive maybe that's how it was i know I, in I, the 50s everybody was making out in the same room all at once because that was like a thing i could maybe get into that if i was a really fucked up and b with people i didn't know very well but i could never Never. Like, if it was, like, one of be our hot. best friends and their girlfriend, like, I don't want to see my best if friend, they were like, gross, fucking someone. it would be, like, a no-go. Like, they'd have to be really hot. <sighs> but we have really hot friends, and I still don't want to see them boning someone next to us, ever. No. No, no, no. Like, you know that. No we one would I'm, like, super laughing. close to, no. We would start cracking No, 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 no. Yeah, for sure. No one I'm, like, like way close That would to. never be sexy, ever. Nah. So. That'd be weird. Anyways, so we get Cal's, like, whole background story. Any other, like, weird thoughts you have about that? Like, I don't know. I liked... The gay bar scene, obviously, was really cute. Like, yeah. did you feel empathy for Cal? 
Yeah, because I mean, at this point, he's just a he's just a kid. He's obviously got a dick dad. He's nowhere near as much of a fucking dickhead yeah, as Nate is. He seemed like, a lot more mellow. He just, you know, he never comes across like a fucking psychopath. He's just uh, a closeted guy with a douchebag dad. Yeah, we got a lot of fans writing in saying like, "TBH never thought they could do anything that would make me feel sorry for Cal." I was like, that's a mood. I feel the same. Like, I thought for sure Cal would just always be like, fuck him. I don't feel as, like, crazy about that. Because I've never, like, all out been like, Cal's, like, evil and irredeemable like Nate. I was never like, oh, it'll be stupid if they try to redeem really? Cal. Like, Cal's just, like, the classic, like, American meathead dad who, like... Totally. Really Into fucks... sports. I mean, he really <laughs> fucked with Nate, like, a lot because of all his shitty, like, fucking attitudes about stuff. Yeah. But he never struck me as, like, as, like, flat out like evil as nate is he doesn't seem like he has that like real like malicious streak he's just a fucking idiot that raised his son all wrong well interesting too we got like only like one tiny clip that didn't go deep into it but it's very clear that cal's dad fucking sucked yeah right so yeah of course like i'm not i'm not like shocked that i'm like feeling more empathy for cal in this episode because he didn't ever seem so like yeah irredeemable and also he's just a baby at this point yeah it's it sucks. He gets that call. He's got a baby. He, <laughs> and it's not he, with Cassie. Fucking Nate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not Cassie's yeah, what baby. What up with that? Weird. I don't know. It's super weird. But I just overall felt like his story was very like, I don't know. It just gave us a little more insight. But I, I guess, yeah, I agree. I have a little bit of empathy. The hardest it. thing is that like knowing that he like went through this, how is he like raising nate the same way his dad raised him you know yeah and do being we... such a macho like fucking ass about everything when you know he was like at the gay bar like totally his best friend not and that i was long ago. i don't know about you but i was thinking too like i don't know why but i immediately was thinking that his oldest son is like his regret <laughs> like we don't know for sure but like Right? What do you mean? Aaron is the, probably the kid he had with Mark. The news. Oh, duh. You're right. I yeah. totally forgot about him. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's right. why he's so, like, Aaron's never, like, shown. Maybe well, Aaron's, like, That's why he, like, like the... hates him. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I completely <laughs> forgot that he existed. He was in... I think <laughs> he was be in fair. the episode before this. I know. Well, he's just, like, a peripheral. But Aaron was. Because remember, he's going up the stairs and his brother's, like... Or no, it is in this episode. He's, like... The mom is like, Cal, dinner's ready. And it's like terrifying. He like shoots himself with that rifle. And it's all just like a dream oh, sequence. I thought that was Nate. But no, it's Aaron. He's like, scene. duh, like, uh, dinner's ready. I thought that was Nate. <laughs> so Aaron got like one moment. Yeah, good. Yeah, I completely forgot about him. But I was thinking like, that's probably why like they have such a like tumultuous like uh, yeah, at the carnival. Right. And he's yeah, like, fuck yeah. dad. Because he's like, him. this is the kid that like fucked up my like yeah. gay love life. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Something to think about. But yeah. We Another get... opportunity, too, to show us the backstory for the little son. The mystery where son. Where is the and little they, son? They skipped out again. They're really holding out on us with we the little We don't son. know where he is. Are we going to get the story of the little son in season two? I, like, don't know yet. I feel like no. I feel like it's just a fuck up. But then I'm like, Sam's so detailed that, like, there's no We're going way deep on the up. Jacob's family history, so I could see it. Yeah. We're getting a lot of Jacob's backstory, so I don't know. We'll see. Well... Then we get a great opening scene of Rue just, like, doing her fucking thing. Uh, I do love this song. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but whatever. Uh, irresponsible. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> oh, Bobby Duran. Bobby Darren. Bobby. <laughs> Call me Durin. irresponsible. Sorry, yeah. whatever. I'm a yeah, little drunk. Yeah, good song. 
great song. Good representation of what it feels like when you're really, really, really high. high. And when you're alone, or you think she thinks she's alone, mm, you can yeah. just vibe the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I like in my head, I'm like, I'm starring in a Broadway show. So I was thinking, like, that's Rue right now. Like, she's really feeling like she's the main character. Oh, yeah. Been there. Um, but this scene gets dark very quickly. Um, Gia and her have a little, like, one-off, and you kind of get to see a little more of, like, Gia's emotions towards shit, and then Rue does the whole, like, school teacher, like, I'm gonna break down, like, what it's like to be an addict. Yeah, they really, uh, this is, like, the episode where they really, like, were, like, we're going all in on, like, breaking the fourth wall. They They do a good job, too. Like, they had the whole Rue Elliot presentation, and then later the Lexi, like, reality show segment. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah, it was funny. I liked how they had the dick pic in there, and that was like a callback to last season when she had the slideshow. Oh, yeah. She's like, oops. La-. That was funny. That was fun. Um, I I don't know about you, too, but like, I, I've like known addicts growing up, so I feel like they also did a really good job of making like relevant to like more, uh, what do you call it? Like more Gen Z like vibes, but it was still like told in a way that makes sense. Like, meaning all the steps. I've like literally seen like family members, people mm. I know are addicts, like, do this shit like gaslight yeah like make up excuses and it's almost like they just like would rather make up excuses and gaslight because they don't they think that that's like not hurting someone yeah yeah i mean like for me the big the big takeaway from this episode like the big like learning character wise was that rue is like even more of like a cold hard bitch than we ever thought before yeah like and obviously like that's partially addiction mostly addiction probably but she really like I think more than we've ever seen before, she is, like, incredibly, like, cold and calculating yep. and emotionless in the way that she plots out, like, how she wants to, like, do this shit and get yep. away with it and the way she uses people in her life to, like, get what she wants with, like, zero regard for them. Zero. Um, Which, so. like, last season I felt maybe, it also could be, like you said, it's not all just the addiction, right? Like, it's definitely, like, a mixture but I think also it's the the stage she's in. Meaning, like, season one was, like, overdose, rehab. She was very vulnerable. She, like, fell in love really fast out of rehab. Like, there was a lot more emotional shit going on. Now I feel like it's almost like now that she's more set in her, like, school life and has jewels, she's, like, going... It's like she's not going down emotionally, but she's going down back down the rabbit hole of like I want to do drugs as much as possible yeah. and hide it. Well, she's trying to have it all. She's so, trying to have a double to, life. Yeah, and to her that like means like really like figuring out how to like do drugs constantly, <laughs> as we see for free <laughs> and uh, a lot of different ones. Get I'm away like, what with the it, fuck? like, and do this at like all costs. And yeah, I don't know. We just see like a new depth to her yep. character and how like what a dark like. Well, uh, heart like to a certain extent. When like, you say heartless, heartless like, bitch, character she is. Yeah, like, there's a this episode for sure gave us like a new dimension to that. A hundred percent. When when you say heartless bitch, I think of literally the scene her and Gia, which by the way, Storm Reed like she fucking killed this. I love her so much, but I think she like really her and Rue have a or sorry her and Zendaya have really good chemistry. Because that scene mm. was really intense. Well, it's and just crazy because she's like provoking Gia into these like intense like emotional arguments. And she it's said all she was going to commit suicide for, all just if she ploy. didn't smoke weed. She and was she's just like bullshitting her. Everything Gia's feeling is like so fucked up and real and like and raw. Sad. And Rue is just pretend, just straight up acting through all of it. Yep. 
and it's all just a ploy. It's like, she literally damn. broke down and told her baby it's sister fucked. that she, if she doesn't do like some sort of drug, she's gonna like commit suicide, and that's like why she's like. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. That's that when you said heartless bitch, that's all I was gonna bring up is that if you're just like throwing out suicide and pretending, like you said, like she's clearly acting. I, we don't know how much of that is really true, but I don't know. I, I, I don't buy it. She drugs too much to like yeah. kill herself intentionally. She doesn't give a shit if she dies doing drugs, but I don't think she would kill herself. Yeah, at least maybe, not right but... now because she likes doing drugs so much. I think she wants to do more drugs for sure. But super cute um love her dancing but then yeah it gets dark as shit and she's like if i don't smoke weed like i'm suicidal and poor gia baby gia my heart goes out to little gia i just want to give her a hug she's so cute and she's eating those takis she's just like trying to live her fucking life and yep. ruins everything yep she's like you don't care what mama thinks and i was thinking like yeah she's fucking right she doesn't give a shit about her family at all and they've like nah, had her back 110 percent yeah, Reeves are real savage. Anyway, she give a fuck about anything. She's like running into school doors, like just she's a mess. Hey, that's normal, all right. <laughs> no, Let's she's not high shame though. Her for running into the door, okay. She is fucking high. I know someone else here that's run into many a door. I love Hunter's jacket in this scene where they're sitting on like the empty canal or whatever. Don't mm-hmm. know what that is, but I made a note of that. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, I feel I like, like that it's too. like looks like her artwork. <laughs> that was another aspect of this episode I like is that they gave a lot of room in this one for the characters to just like interact and like exist and chill school. and exist without like giant like intense drama there's just scenes of like rue and jules and elliot just like fucking around and like hanging out and that was nice like i think it's really needed to like take the breaks from like the hardcore like high drama like yeah. moments to like remind you why you actually give a shit about these characters and like want them to succeed and to see them like in like more normal moments yeah, especially uh, I thought that this episode did that well. Especially them, because last episode or last season, it was just all high drama. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been like, oh yeah, this is why like people want like Rue and Jules to like end up together yeah. and why they're like likable as a couple. For sure. Like, they but they need that like time for you to give a shit about them. Hundred percent. Then we get this fucker Elliot. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say it right now ahead of the game. I like. Yeah, let's talk Elliot. Elliot's hot, but like I do not stand anymore. I'm so pissed at him this episode. I'm over him. Wrong. I not want him hot. to go away. Not hot. Plus, do not. Stand. No, is hot. Do not stand. But I do like. <sighs> I think this scene's funny how they like probe each other. I do think that's like a cute like euphoria way of like introducing like the dynamic of the three of them. I think uh, my favorite part was when. <laughs> <laughs> Rue was like, well, Jules is a whore. And then she's like, sorry, not a whore, like a slut. And then yeah, they're all like, like laughing. I just thought it was funny because they all kind of like, the one thing I will say about Elliot is I think college Paige would never even like fancy the idea of like flirting or being friends with someone like Elliot because I've been around guys like that and it's like, you're just all games. You're not like real. Mm-hmm. This is just fuckery. In high school, Oh, 100%. I would have such a crush on him, which is why I don't like him. Whatever. No, I'm saying, but guys like that know what they're doing, and that's why I don't like him. Meaning he's flirting and fucking around with the both of them, but I totally get why they're falling for it. So I'm not, like, faulting their characters, because I'm like, that would be me. I fucking nailed his ass right off the bat. He's too slick. He thinks he's too fucking cool. He's like, this guy's definitely up to no good, and I said it all along. He's got his own, like game he's got his own motives 
He's not think real that? at all. Do you think he actually has motives, or do you think that he's just like I think he's a not, playboy, I think a, high, he's not, a high school playboy? I think he's full of shit. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, I know he knows exactly how he's playing this situation. He's way too fucking smooth. I was trying to read all the shit on the wall behind. Is that his room? Yeah. Okay, I was like trying to read all the shit, and I actually like did, and all of it was like kind of stupid. It was like all yeah, like chubby looking. It fucking like... sucks. <laughs> it's like about what should be done. It's all these like quotes and stuff. I think they're trying uh, to make him like the yeah. arty like druggy, and it's like it's not working. He's for like me. the arty like fuck boy. He's like the. There's the... always one. He's it says fucking... that in marker. Yeah, like, lame. come on. Lame. He's like the fucking manipulator. Like this guy he knows is. what he's doing. He knows like the play. He knows how to like be cool and like slick about like their sexualities to like you know get what he wants he's trying to he knows how to be cool about like say all the right things about jules being trans and how like ruse like related to that he called her out he He knows how to get in like both their heads about everything and he knows exactly what he's doing which you know what makes me the most mad like on a real level is jules this season so far i've always stand jules i think above all but like i stand her even more this season i feel like she's the most like the only one that's like not going over the deep end if anything she's like in my eyes like thriving because she's trying to figure out like who she is and she's trying to like kind of branch away from last season where she was very like baby girl like dressing up long hair like they were literally joking she was a slut like I think she's a little more like androgynous this season like she's trying to like figure out like her style like where she's at like and in her special episode it was very clear that she went super in depth about like trying to find herself so I feel like she's like doing a good job of that like Mm -hmm. I feel like she's like doing better in school like not yeah. trying to put on she's really figuring herself out so it's a bummer that while she's like in this super like confident phase she has to meet elliot who's like mind fucking her like when he yeah, was like right. did rue tell you all that about like her being smart and like all these like amazing right, things it's right. like fuck you dude well, there was a real like clear progression from like her special episode to now yeah to, like all the, the through line from last season to her episode to now with how her style has changed in mm-hmm. between her haircut which was is clear and like very uh that was well done you want to know something funny um because you didn't get to watch the behind the scenes thing but it was cute uh jules like begged or jules hunter schaefer begged sam for like a haircut and (laughs) is the lychee on it no just the umbrella alice's umbrella just splashed onto the floor out of his martini you're such a classless bitch (laughs) everything's like falling everywhere just a sloppy bitch (laughs) sloppy bitch nothing like cal cal would never drink his martini like that anyways (laughs) How would you drink it? I don't a, know. Out of a butthole. Yeah, I'd probably butt chuck it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so Hunter Schaefer like begged Sam if she could get like a bob haircut, and he was like, no. He was super like, nope. That's just like not where I want to see really? Jules. Yeah, he was really like. But then over the pandemic, I guess she like asked him again and was like, after the special episode, he was a little more like soft about it because he was like, you know what? I'm actually not even just, like, being nice to you. I think it makes sense for her character to, like... I think so. Kind of, like, that's what everybody does when they're going through, like, a transformation. It's, like, you want to cut your hair, you want to dye your hair, you want to do something. So that's right. So there was actually, like, meaning behind it. Like, she was, like, I think it's good for me, <laughs> but also, like, good for Jules. Yeah, Joyce. it feels right. I also thought it was interesting that it seemed like, despite all this talk about, like, rules about Rue sucking at sex... I thought it was interesting that they had, like, their, like, steamy hookup out back. And that yes. seemed to go pretty well. I was so, like, why isn't, like, 
what's going on here? Did that go poorly and they didn't show it all? Like, what the fuck is going on? Because that seemed pretty good. 100%. Some of our listeners wrote in about that. So they were like, I I dropped like a story just saying like thoughts on like episodes. Yeah, I was confused about the messaging there. Because that didn't seem like Jules like initiated that super hardcore. No. Like that seemed pretty like hot and like mutually undertaken i wasn't like oh ruse so like sexless and jules like making no that felt like pretty natural and like agreed someone wrote like that they hated elliot i forget but it was like one of our listeners wrote that they like hated elliot and they also were mad because they were like just because she didn't want to like fuck jules on the floor with someone in the room like that's normal like not everybody wants to do that so it's weird that he would like call her out on something especially not him like after he's like being all fucking weird about everything and i don't think Rue's not sexual at all i think it's just not everyone is the fucking same not everyone's maddie perez and cassie howard just like humping anything that moves like she's a little more emotional and like i think we have yet to see about a little more shy too i think we have i think we have to see but i didn't really like i thought that was weird that they had that scene in yeah. there and then tried to make this big ploy like ruse so sexy yeah. but i think it's sexy in itself because i think sometimes you have to have like a balance and i feel like they're like yin and yang like jules has always been a little more like forward about her sexuality yeah, right. so i think she finds that endearing about rue that rue's not like yep. fucking but like... here comes elliot to fuck it all yeah up. so in other words Little we bitch. just hate elliot <laughs> i really do fucking... like i've changed my mind completely so then we kind of just dive into like Lexi pretty much. Like I feel like after that, um, we get all of her like crazy play shit, which is really random, but I kind of like where this is going. I liked it. I think it's cute that she's like amped about something and that she's such like a bookworm. Like that's hot. It's going to be a big fucking deal though. Cassie's going to flip her shit. She's going to flip her fucking shit. But yeah, I liked it. I thought this was all like funny and well done. I like that Rue was late and (laughs) she was like, she's high. Like, what the fuck? And she's like 40 minutes late for like her interview. Yeah. On like the fake show. It was funny. I like when, I like the Euphoria does this type of like weird like fantasy shit, like fourth wall shit. Yeah. Um, I think it's usually done well and is like funny and interesting um and can i think that this season they've already like kind of pushed it further than last season especially with this segment yeah so i'm excited <laughs> to see where they take it like it's getting like very very meta yep um this and so far funny. i like it this part's funny where she's like dressing her sister cassie and she's like mm-hmm. a little more slutty that, a little more tacky really funny because <laughs> every out they nailed it like every outfit they brought out they like whittled it down until it was like the perfect cassie outfit literally and, like, and then she was like yep perfect and tackier, it was like the trashiest outfit her, like, <laughs> yep yeah it was cool um oh i just saw that fish Hey, yeah, the weird blobfish. <laughs> the weird blobfish. I put on the Insta story. It is in her room. I just what saw. What is his name? We don't know. What is that fishy's that's name? The, that's my new favorite character, though. Yeah. I, oh, I'm sad. I didn't even think of a name. Our listeners were like asking us to ask the prop director what the stuffed animal's name was. I was like, I'm not doing we that. We should ask the prop director. I'm Fuck not it. asking them what that fish's name is. Him. The fish has a name. Like, you know that they call <laughs> it something it? on set. You know that for sure they call it something on set. Did you see that cute video I sent you that they have a dog on the set of Euphoria? Yeah. To keep everyone happy? Oh, yeah. I love that. Giant schnauzer, too. I forget his name. Looks very similar to a boobie. I think his like Doobie or something. Doobie? <laughs> I think I just made that up, but we'll just call him Doobie. That would be appropriate. So, this, I don't know about you, most terrifying part of this episode was Cassie getting up every morning at 4 fucking a.m. to get ready. I don't know why, but it scared me. Cassie's She's like wearing weird masks. Her mind. 
She's it like, was like the, scrubbing uh, her fucking legs like raw. It's like what is what are you doing? She's completely <laughs> lost her mind. She's going like full American Psycho, but like that's what I mean. Patrick Bateman's like calm and like collected, and she's like anxious yeah. and like losing her fucking mind. You know what else I find interesting is that it kind of like she's doing what Nate described. He liked so much in season one, like clean, mm-hmm. like course. meticulous. Which I mean, she's trying to be Maddie. She is, but. I was just going to say, though, I don't feel like Maddie gives off this vibe where she's scrubbing her body raw at 4 a.m. to go to school. I feel like Maddie's confident, so, like, whatever she puts on, like, she does, like, plan it and stuff, but that's why I was kind of like, what? But then it... Then I understood when they showed them side by side and they're both wearing Well, it's like, like Cassie's outfits. interpretation of this. Like, true, she's true. handling it and approaching it differently. But do you know what but... I mean? Like, Maddie wouldn't be rubbing, rubbing fucking, like, deodorant and jade rollers all over her fucking, like, chest every morning. And, like, that's not really her vibe. Um, it's... Yeah, Cassie's gone completely out of her mind. She's absolutely out of her mind. And Nate just walks right by, doesn't give a single fuck. I did think it was funny that Cal had to listen to them bang. Cal that was funny. The, the Revenge. Mom. And he, when they went downstairs after, like, just ferociously banging upstairs, they just both got a beer out of the fridge and, like, stared at him. And I was like, damn, like, they're in high school. Like, if your dad was watching you, like, get beers out of the fridge after, like, fucking for an hour, like... Well, I hate He's it, really living the life. I don't like it, but Nate's in a position to just I know, power, power play, play the shit out of Cal right now. So why the fuck not? But what a life. You get to just fuck Sydney Sweeney for an hour and then have a chilled beer Looking your dad in the eye like fuck you bastard. Like that's that your like good. Dream. That's that's that like, is my fantasy. like dream life. Her trying to look like Maddie in this scene is horrible. I'm sorry. Like that's oh, so cringy. It could not look worse. And Cassie normally I'm like she looks so banging all the time. Like in no, season one, but she looks so bad. It's like sad. <laughs> Yeah. I hate this for me, Alex. Like, Cassie's my favorite and I just have to watch her. Cassie like, has fallen from spiral. Greece. She went from like one of the top characters that everyone like loved to like she literally is the bottom i read this um complex article it was actually kind of fun they like they rated like euphoria characters according Mm -hmm. to like popularity like who's doing the best from like season one and cassie was literally the last one yeah duh. i was like i hate that though sorry sweaty (sighs) so jules and uh dominic and rue are having some fun though they're getting Uh, some real shenanigans what is that when he grabs that guy and is like, is scat play a real term or does he just yeah, say that? Yeah, that means like sexual like Are you shit kidding me? Like, yeah, what the shit. fuck? Is that real? Yes. People fucking do that? I mean, yeah. Like what? Like shit on each other's chests or like, ugh! I don't know. I'm not into it. I don't know the fucking details, but there's a lot of poop going around. Scat of, play? I mean, that was funny. shitting on each other. See, I hate it. He is charming. Like, he is, but I just nah, don't like he's, him. He's just a, like, degree to, like, to, a degree to, like, I'm cool, I'm confident, I'm, like, goofy and fun. Like, look yeah. at me. Like, it's, like, just, too, it's too much. It's not natural. It always feels like. He's, like, doing it all to, like, yeah. be, like, the attention. The like, only thing I like cool. about it, or not about him necessarily, but about this, like, new triangle dynamic is that we get to see Rue and Jules just, like, have fun. Like you said, like, do normal yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, play truth or dare in the halls instead of, like, right. Jules fucking Cal in a motel and, like, yeah, right, all this, right. like, crazy shit. Like, it just seems more normal. Yep. But yeah, fuck Elliot once again. Also, I determined that Cassie has just decided to like emulate Hannah Montana as a hooker. That's what I wrote down in my notes. Hooker, She's hooker, hooker Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. Yeah, that's that accurate. is Cassie. That's an accurate description of her style. Yeah, or like right. slutty Dolly Parton. Yeah. 
so uh yeah i thought that was funny in the bathroom scene when they're like calling her out because a like it's so accurate but b the fucking funniest thing about that scene is that there's like three like regular girls in the bathroom that are just like watching this happen and then they like run away at the end wait really yeah i never noticed that it's fucking funny and i was like god you could make a great show just about the background characters in euphoria that are just living like regular high school lives and then like having run-ins with like these people being complete fucking psychopaths like having like insane screaming matches about like slutty clothes in the bathroom and that was my definitely periods, like. so far in the in all the seasons other than nate getting fucked up that was my favorite scene of like the series so far i just thought like it was very witty very quick and all each character is like really like, funny to say the bathroom like horny dolly parton yeah because lexi's like because yeah. you know it's just funny cat's like you don't read the play of oklahoma and then like it's like rue's like well fuck me well how the fuck would i know what like oklahoma is and then it's like Cassie's freaking out. Maddie's making fun of her outfit. Like it was just—it was a great like run on of like every character being themselves, but in a really funny way. Mm-hmm. Also, they fucking, yeah, that was well written. They bamboozled sure. us in the trailer though, because they—you think that like she's confessing in that moment. I was yeah, like, oh, they had that whole, like filmed confession thing. I thought there was gonna be a fucking like bathroom throwdown, which I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of sad that that didn't happen. I was like ready for Maddie to like fucking throw down. Mm-hmm um but it didn't happen they fucked us over and it's all fake so fake news cassie doesn't really confess to fucking nate yeah bullshit <sighs> she's too yeah. pussy she gets they, hit, they really hit us with that manipulative manipulative advertising this year oh can it's i fine. get some clarification i actually am genuinely confused i didn't look it up because i wanted you to describe it to me what so. the fuck is this so there is a play called oklahoma and lexi's like counter is like c- competing with it Paige, I thought you were like a theater nerd. I don't know about fucking Oklahoma. No, I do, but I'm saying she's not doing the play Oklahoma because her poster. Of course she's not. She's doing her play. I know, but why is Oklahoma even being brought up? Because that's the main school play. She got permission to also do her play. That's what I'm saying. Is she competing with the other plays? Okay. Yeah. Got it. Because her signs are like, this is not Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they do Oklahoma like every high school every year. They fucking do. Do they really? My high school did it like every year. Wow. Yeah, you should you should watch Oklahoma this week, Alex. I really no, could see you liking that. I will not that. be watching Oklahoma, but this is a great time to bring up that I have officially identified the the cult grindhouse movie that Fez and Ashtray are watching oh. in episode one. It's a horror movie called Razorback, as I suspected. Woo-hoo! Called that shit. You Someone on Twitter it. also said, confirmed yeah. this, and I have now watched the movie, so it is verified that ashtray and fez are watching razorback 1984 yep it's basically wake and fright with pigs shout out at bbrkdwn that's who said confirm that you were correct and then she also said you're on to something hinting at nate's oedipus complex which i thought was cool because a lot of people do like to join you in on the whole nate yeah cal fucking thing yeah he definitely has all that (laughs) stuff going on cool well thank you so now that the the Razorback mystery has been cleared up, they've presented us with a new mystery. This episode we have <laughs> uh, we have Gia and Rue watching some mutant baby movie. Um, so now I have to figure out what the fuck that movie is. Well, DM us if you know what it is. I have a suspicion that it's a movie called It's Alive, but as with Razorback, I haven't actually seen that movie, so that's a big TBD. But yeah, if you uh, know more about obscure fucking B-movie horror than I do, (laughs) please tell us so I don't have to watch 
it's alive and it's three sequels yeah no you don't need to watch all those well i mean i i, I secretly <laughs> you want i secretly <laughs> you love secretly it want like, to. this is great this is great my like research this is my kind of yeah. shit but I'll, I'll make sure i find plans this for is my nights. area of speciality page you know mm-hmm. someone has to do the research for the people <sighs> people need to know I really like uh, Cassie and Maddie's sunglasses at the pool. That's so random and not relevant to literally anything we're talking about. But I do too. They're good. Um, I want to know what designers those are. I bet I could find them pretty easily. But yeah. They're dope. So what else is going on? We got uh, the well, Ethan Cat situation. We do. Going poorly. Really quick though, I have a question for you before that. What the we fuck get is like that? Kate and Nassie. Kate and Nassie. Kate and <laughs> Ooh, some sexy new character. <laughs> oh my god. You like okay, wait, if that's you liked new, Nate and Cassie. That's their wait new relationship name, Nasty. Nasty, yeah, they're nasty. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. I'm just kind of fucked up. But <laughs> <laughs> so when they're like, there's that montage of them like hooking up. Was that like just se- like being sexy and like weird S and M when he was like choking her, or is that like abuse? <laughs> no, she seemed pretty into it. Okay. I don't know. I would be hard pressed to call that abuse. I couldn't I tell. Not abuse, but I was like, "Fuck, is he like choking another bitch, or is this like sex?" No, like, I think hot. she was into it. And you think he's into her still? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he's into her enough that he's like carrying this on. He's not into her enough that he. Well, Maddie and him were never having her. like hot sex. That he seemed fucking, mutual. He blew her off to go see Maddie, so I don't think he's that. But into that her. has evil intentions we all know it's just to get that fucking disc he's not going to there to fuck her i don't think he really gives a shit about either of them i know but anyways you're right okay cat and ethan at dinner cat and ethan have a bad dinner which Kat's, is like that's <laughs> just blowing it a fool. she's she completely is... blowing a relationship with ethan he was so sweet this whole dinner he's just like staring off into space because cat's being so fucking weird yeah like i didn't think the parents were too like probing they just asked her like Tell us about yourself. It's like yeah, they were definitely like awkward, annoying, parent weird. Like, yeah. but it wasn't like so off putting. I was gonna say that is one of the most fucking annoying questions. Like, oh, tell me about yourself. I mean, that's so cringe. Like, I'm who like, wants to uh, go to that? No one. What? Like, no, what horrible. is this school? But it is also sad though, because it's like I'm sure we'll get way more of like what she's going through this season. We kind of already are getting a taste. I feel like she's been eating again all the time, and like, is really has like no confidence in herself, which like. I don't get it, because she, I don't know, I'm just, I'm confused at where she's at, because I feel like last season, sure, she was, like, definitely not confident, but I feel like she did a good job of faking it, like, she kind of had me fooled, like, she was, like, fucking guys left and right, like, I get that she wasn't happy, and that was sad that she was just kind of, like, going through that to, like, try and gain confidence out of, like, sex and stuff, like. Yeah, right, but But now she has Ethan, he's sweet. I know, so I'm like, why aren't you, like on top of the world right now i'm a little confused i don't know a lot of self-doubt there poor cat a teen girl going through a lot of going through (laughs) yeah oh man poorly though well uh but ethan's trying out for oklahoma so it's okay (laughs) no we got the part we find out he gets the part Uh, yeah right which you and i both during the episode literally the same time we're like god cat you're being a bitch like he tells her and I she know. goes, oh, cool. It's like, I know, fuck off. He's Ethan got the lead. Play. It's cool. Be excited for him. Like, Ethan Yeah. got the lead. Actually, I can't picture Ethan being a lead in a play at all. Yeah. He's so quiet and like weird. Whatever. He's going to be in Lexi's play. Who's he going to be in Lexi's play? Nate? <laughs> oh, that's a good, oh, that's a good question. Cassie's dad. <laughs> Cassie's deadbeat dad. 
<laughs> or Lexi's that, I should say. Yeah. So then we get Rue's, like, cray-cray moment of trying to throw, like, a LinkedIn business, like... Yeah, Rue hits hits the crazy old teacher drug dealer lady with her whole, like, Steve Jobs is my hero pitch. Yes. Now, tell me, I, I really mean this. I didn't understand a fucking thing she was talking about. What's her idea that's so brilliant? Just drug her dealing idea, in high school? Her idea is she's falsifying the fact. She's basically saying, like, hey, me and all my friends are, like, all these, like, you know, high like high profile bitches that have like great grades are well respected by the community no one's gonna suspect us of shit so Got on it. the one hand like no one's gonna be suspicious on the second hand she wants to take their phones and upload their shit to the cloud so that if these people are ever caught and have any impetus to rat anyone out they'll be more scared of the leaking of their information and their nudes or texts or whatever from the cloud oh than they will from the legal consequences because as minors, whatever happens will be expunged from their record and they'll only have to do it like most like a year in juvie. Okay, so then what the fuck is this plan? What what other uh, cohorts is she talking about? Or is None. she just, she's just lying? I think that she's just attempting to get drugs. She's just desperate because she has no money? <sighs> I don't know. They she kind says, of touched I mean, on she that. says she that she says wants that. to do mu- drugs for free and she has just acquired a massive amount of drugs. I think... I want to think she's not just being so stupid as to not think about the consequences of this at all, but I have a bad feeling she's just going to do that and try her entire suitcase of drugs without trying to sell them at all. Like, who is Rue's market? Like, Fez is the drug dealer. Like, who is she going to That's what I'm saying. Maybe Dominic, or not Dominic, Elliot. Do you think he'll help her out? She's trying to sell (laughs) $10,000 worth of drugs. Like, that's not going to just, like, show up. Like, this is all bad news. Rue's going to get completely fucked over with this. What are your thoughts on this lady's apartment? It's so weird. Did you notice that? Like, the walls are, like, jungle print. She's got, like, parrots. She has, like, a fur rug. It looks like bizarre. Yeah, of course. I mean, this woman's weird as shit. Like, <laughs> so weird. But... She's sitting in like a Brookstone chair, like getting a fucking she's massage. She's weird as shit, but she's the real deal. She's got naked Elliot Stabler knockoff, like running around her his apartment with his dick out. Like, that, oh, I I totally forgot. I like literally took a note of that. Like, why? Why do we need that naked man walking Sam through? Sam Levinson loves dick. He just wants a lot of dick on screen. I know, but it's like that one we don't need. We uh, do not need. But yeah, I mean, this lady's the real deal. She really meant it at the end when she was like, Rue, like, I know bad people. I'm gonna make my money back. Like, she'll fucking human traffic Rue. Yes. Like, hands down. If and Rue just like out. smiled and went about her way to AA. It's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Rue's out of her fucking mind. She's out of her fucking mind because then she gets in a little like tiff with Ali, who's had her back. Yeah, she since busted day it down one. Ali. I she mean, was mean like, to him though. Of course she was, but it's not surprising because he's just always been an obstacle to her doing more drugs. Like, I know, but it was only sad because I thought she, like with Gia, you know, when she gaslit Gia, I feel like she stooped just as low with Ali tying in his personal story because oh, yeah. because he lent fucked. her that. As, like, a vulnerable moment of, like, a teaching moment of, like, here, I'm going to open up to you. I normally don't. And she fucking weaponized him with that. Yeah, that was way Cold-hearted. Yeah, he's a cold-hearted And Ali kind of went off the hand. I don't blame him. I would, too. Like, Uh, not at all. But, like, he, like, went off and then, like, stormed. I was like, damn. I would have, too, if I were him. He was fucking pissed. All right. (laughs) Then we get Fezco ashtray they they're kicking it oh yeah i mean it's so again this is uh obviously this season's just really my favorite because there's just so much cathartic beating of the jacobs family i know it's good first we get we get nate now we get cal getting 
bopped on the head with the shotgun by a Jesus. by a 13 year old boy like it's just fucking well i great. love how he's like i'll call the cops he's like call the cops bitch do yeah. it yeah, he's like right. do it and cal you can tell is just like oh fuck like this kid's serious yeah right he just gets beat the i think he beats him like five or six times oh, over way the more head than that. he Damn. gets a ton of times Ashley or fez is like telling him to like ease up <laughs> And what is Faye say? That's so funny. Oh yeah, Faye is like, so you and your son like fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. she's all like fucked up. But yeah, I mean, Cal's probably at his most likable here because he's just fucking confused about why he's even like he's just slowly becoming like aware of the fact that like he doesn't even need to be involved with these people at all. Like, Can we also laugh so hard that Fezco's like, what about Jewel? And then they all keep calling her Jewel, yeah, like, and Faye's like, who's Jewel? Jewel? <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny it's really funny they just call her jewel the whole scene yeah and uh part of me wonders if he like accidentally fucked that up and they kept it in to no. like keep it in character no it's pretty no. funny though it is funny though but yeah um so i didn't understand why do you think i guess i'm confused why does cal think fezco has the di- what ever made him think fezco would have the disc he thinks because of, because the, of what because of the fight? because of what nate told him what, what did Nate say that made him think it was Cal? I thought Nate just dropped a hint that someone has it. So in my head, I'm like, well, it's probably Maddie, like his girlfriend. Nate implied that, from what I remember, Nate implied that like Fez was after him, was oh, trying to blackmail him over it. And that's why it. they got in that fight. Which is more intimidating than saying Maddie has it. Because like if Maddie has it, Cal can just corner her right. and be like, give me that fucking disc. Yeah, right, of course. And he had to explain the fight. Why the f- He had to explain why Fez wanted to beat the shit out of him. Um, and his, like, his implied explanation was that he was being blackmailed like, Got it. over it. Okay, now I get um, it. I was a little confused. That's why Cal, I mean, aside from the fact that they beat the shit out of his son, that's why he's been after them. Got it. Um, that makes sense yeah jokes on him because i don't know shit about anything i know which is hilarious so he's just like can it's... we just forget about this yeah it <laughs> would be coming back to, to nate after this except nate has the tape so cal still can't come down on him but he has to waddle out I think to at his least, truck uh, <laughs> i think at least now it's starting to dawn on cal how fucked up and evil nate is and that he's like playing his whole own like yeah. game here you know yeah i mean like, i think he... after i think after this meeting he saw that fez is like kind of a reasonable guy and i think mm-hmm. he came away from this being like there's a reason this guy beat the shit out of my son and, yes like, and because we learned about cal's background like you said you had like empathy for him so did i like i think you're learning like you said that it, this isn't just about like nate having a bad dad like in season one member i was like trying to find reasons to like empathize with nate and i was like well, his dad fucking sucks. It's like, well, Cal does suck, but, like, he's not pure evil. He's just clearly fucked up from, like, his back. But I guess, uh, I guess that doesn't matter. That's, like, an excuse. But, like, you know what I mean, though. He's not, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, CBD. confused. Because I'm, like, Cal doesn't seem, like, evil. No, I agree. I don't think he's got, so like, So now I'm, bad... like, is he really that bad as that? Or did we just see some bad moments I don't season think he one? has the bad, like, bone, like like nate does i don't think he has that like evil yeah. seed thing going on um i think he's probably mostly responsible for how fucked up nate is though totally but i don't think they're on the same level agreed nate's got a different psycho shit going on i really liked all of uh jules outfits in this episode a lot she looked good but anyways um she's you know chilling with elliot i hate this scene he really fucks with her we kind of already talked a lot about this so i won't go like too deep into yeah, it yeah, yeah. the only thing i want to ask you though is like a prediction to have on the air um do you think at all in season two 
Elliot will hook up with either Rue or Jules. Yes. Who do you think it'll be? Jules. It's too early to say. You think Jules? Same. Same. Yeah. I think Rue won't care. She's doing her own thing. She's like selling drugs. She's figure like she's almost like in her own world. She does not seem interested in Elliot at all, other than like drugs. Yeah, agree. I feel like Rue's just like drugs, drugs, drugs. She's not like into Elliot. Yeah, I agree with. I feel that. like Jules is gonna, you know, once again distance from Rue because of Rue's addiction. Yeah, and also because Elliot's gonna fucking manipulate that shit. Fuck. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. We think Jules is gonna hook up with Elliot. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'm just saying. No. All right. Cool. What else is going on? Anything else? That's about I it, mean, the right? episode. Well, the episode ends with a huge, like, not twist, but it is kind of unexpected. Sit. So, uh, Cassie's waiting for Nate. He ends up at Maddie's. Yeah. That's where we end. Yeah, I know you're yeah. like, yeah, 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 but I was actually kind of surprised. I didn't think he was gonna go back to Maddie again. He's got to get the disc. He can only play his dad for so long if he True. doesn't actually have the disc. He has I know this is fucked control. up. I said this too when we were watching it, and no, it's fucked up. But I like my heart kind of like like got excited when he went to Maddie because I was like, Ugh. as much as I love Maddie and I stand her, I know because I'm like I'm liking where Maddie is in life, but I'm also like her and Nate just like have his like I don't want them together at all. Yeah, the don't... worst history. But I but I love Cassie so much that I'm like I just want Nate with anyone but Cassie. Oh, <laughs> just whatever. leave her like break her heart, fuck Maddie so that she's doesn't like you anymore. Uh, whatever. I don't want Cassie to be a throwaway whatever character. I want her to, like, come up. I want her to be a phoenix that rises from the ashes. (laughs) Wow. I don't want her to be with Nate. I hate it. I hate Nassie. Nassie. I hate Nassie. Hate Kate. (sighs) Kate and Nassie. The worst. Okay. Well, that is the end of the recap, so I feel like we should just spitball our superlatives. Yeah. So, um, we have, like... We're new very, listeners. Uh, we're blessed to have so many new listeners blessed. this season. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking say that. I don't believe in that. So I don't know why I said that. Because you're drunk on lychee martinis? Yeah. Because I've been drinking. No, we are fucking lucky to have new lychee listeners. Lychee martinis. We're very lucky to have many new listeners this season. So I realized that we were remiss to not explain the superlatives category. Totally. Which we have done throughout season one. Which is just us choosing like... You know, the classic, like, high school yearbook bullshit categories. Yep. We just select some of those and go through them every episode as a way to kind of recap, like, minor highlights. It's kind of a fun place to call out some of the other aspects of the show, like the music, because we always do best song. So for those that are new to this, the categories are best dressed, worst dressed, Bay, who's, like, you know, the best, who was, of the, who was the fave of the episode. Um, the weird outlier here is the... Uh, the BPDRB, the Big Purple Dirty Rap Bastard. <laughs> I genuinely don't even remember the origins for that category. You know what? I but don't it's either. just, you know, who's the fucking worst? It has some relation to that skate shop here called like yeah. Yellow Big Rap, Yellow Rap, Big Rap Yellow Bastard. Rap Bastard or something in New York. And we did it purple for you for <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. That yeah. is it. Yep. But so, like, that's also so stupid. So it's not like it makes any sense. No. Even after describing it, I'm like, why do we have this? No, it's insane and stupid. But it's just, you know, who's the fucking worst? And then uh, Class Clown, who's the funniest, and then the song. So. Yep, best song. Okay, so number one, Let's best go. dressed, who was your choice? This episode, it was a real weird one for me. I don't know if I've ever listed this person before, but it was Maddie for me for the uh, the swimsuit sunglasses combo out by the pool. Yeah. The sunglasses were cool. They looked like swim goggles, would wear, <laughs> kind of a good like 90s of Beats of Vibe. Swimsuit worked. I About feel like... It. 
Yeah, and Maddie's character is overall evolving a little bit, so I do. I think like her outfits are less like insane. You know, I don't know about insanity. that, but I like this. Oh, one. <laughs> I like it. Um, I said Jules. I thought like, mm-hmm. Jules had like really cool layers, and like you could tell she had a lot of like her own shit, like Hunter Schaefer shit. Just like a lot of like indie designers, you could tell it was not all like you know. Maddie yeah. and Cass are always so oof, and then she's kind of like more chill. You can never go wrong with Jules. She always looks amazing. No, but that was mine. Yep. Okay. Cool. We're stressed. Cassie. Yeah, Cassie. Obviously. Yeah, Cassie is Hannah Montana Hooker, a hundred percent. She looks like a righteous gemstones character. <laughs> she looks so bad. Her hair is awful. Everything's bad. Yeah, just really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucks because usually she looks just horrible. Great, but no. Yeah. Bay of the episode. Uh, for me, it was Lexi. Love her. Uh, love her like real life play. Like we're seeing some real like artiste vibes here yeah cinema verite shit she's going from observer to like calling fucking shit out she's yeah i like this this, uh, i like this turn for her and these if there is anyone that needs calling out it's these people (laughs) absolutely i said ashtray for oh fucking up cal you're right you're right i can't uh i think that's probably the no that's cute though that you thought alexi i like yeah but ashtray ashtray fucking up cal with the shotgun is they're both bays um yeah. dirty purple what is it big, big purple, purple dirty, dirty rat, rat bastard, bastard. <laughs> yeah um, uh, i had rue same just for how awful she was because so, i thought i thought nate and then i'm like no we use nate like every fucking week because nate just sucks all around but also like rue actually did some deeper more like emotional shit to people this oh week. yeah like you don't fuck horrible. with gia and you don't fuck with ali yep agreed horrible class clown uh, I said Theo, that weird little boy that <laughs> that Maddie babysits. Theo, he just gets to hang out with like two hot bitches. Like the, by the hottest girls. And, like, yeah, he's uh, interested for Theo's character arc. Yeah, I can't wait. I do think he'll have an episode. <laughs> Waiting for the Theo backstory. Class for me was Maddie, just for her one-liner of being like, are you joking? Or what is she? She's like, are you kidding me, bitch? Like, when Cassie's like, do I really look like the girl from Oklahoma in a good way or a bad way? And she's like, you better be choking, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fair yeah. Because I just thought that was hilarious. Because, like, Maddie's just so honest and, like, brutal about mm. it. So I thought that was funny. Favorite song? For me, it was uh, She Sells Sanctuary by The Cult. That was one of my early like weed smoking days, like hits. Like oh, that was cute, the one. Really? That was one of the ones that was in like heavy rotation that we listened to like every time we got high. Yeah, um, and it's a great fucking song. Well, I'll have to listen to it high one day. <laughs> um, I had a lot. I I had three, but I narrowed it down to one. <laughs> I liked uh, the last song with the end titles, "If," which is originally Dean Martin, but it was covered by Joe Stafford, and it's a 1951 archive cover. which is cool i know i did a deep cut there because it actually the reason i like i wasn't even trying to be like cool and smart it's because i had to look like really deep for it i couldn't find it it wasn't listed as like the soundtrack of euphoria like all the articles like didn't put that one for some reason so i knew it was dean martin's song i just was like but i thought it was judy garland because it sounds like that Look at you doing research. So then I did my fucking research, and it's an archive, nineteen fifty one. I also liked um, "Emotions" by Brenda Lee because I just love Brenda Lee. Lee Yeah, she rips. Um, And then "Call Me Irresponsible" is like a classic, so I had to put that. But yeah, all right, nice choices. Yeah. Um, for an episode that also like doesn't have the uh, the classic song title, 
um it still has the very much like you know rock theme and that led me into a uh a, a thing i'm gonna mention here real quick which is uh-huh. a tweet i saw that says euphoria is a show that asked what america would be like in 2022 if it still had 70s style mass affluence and social freedoms interesting and i really felt that because when i really thought about it i was like euphoria is like the 70s of yeah. 2022 like it's completely like fantastical this is not how it is yeah but if the if that like trend if things had continued as they were and we were in kind of like this like weird psychedelic like half dark half light like yep. era it would look a lot like euphoria at this time and i think the soundtrack this season really reflects that totally drawing and- the connection between those two time periods is very like half like golden age and half like so fucked up and awful and dark yeah i never thought of it that way yeah kind of like the woodstock like vibes where it's like good idea on paper but like bad free sex (laughs) lots of drugs like you know that whole thing but disastrous when it all comes crumbling down like your parents were telling us or i forget who i think it was your parents were like that was a shit show like everyone always likes to like glamorize like woodstock but I heard Woodstock it was like was a fucking disaster. It was a disaster. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm thinking of as you say that. Like, yeah. I mean the 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 golden like hippie dream of the '60s melted into like the like punk dystopia of the late '70s when there were serial killers running rampant. Oh, lovely. Acid. Cool. So your four is going in really good positive ways. Um, so, but I thought that was actually a pretty accurate like characterization of Euphoria as like a general like time period piece especially since euphoria kind of takes place in an alternate universe anyways that was like yeah. interesting no that's a good point this. to bring up also on that note i i told you today i was like venting but i feel like everyone i'm hearing so far that are like newcomers to euphoria that are meaning i can tell they're new like they're not like die hard euphoria fans noobs i feel like they're just coming through Bunch and they're so quick to just like label euphoria as like I'm trying watching it, but, like, they just do, like, so many drugs. And when I was in high school, like, dr- all I knew about was weed. And, like, that just doesn't make any sense. And it's, like, I just feel like no one's getting it. Like, all a lot of these, like, Gabby people criticizing Euphoria or just even have something to bring to the table. It's always very, like, petty and boring. Like, I feel like we do a good job of, like, deep diving and, like, understanding, like... Well, like, bitch, have you not seen an R-rated movie in your life? <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes the shit you watch has drugs and But I also dogs. think it's lame to say, high like, high school doesn't equal drugs. Like, I'm sorry, but where I grew up, like, fuck yeah, there were drugs everywhere in my high school. Like, I'm not saying every high school looks like Euphoria. Like, that would be crazy. Like, we always say, it's yeah. a fantasy world. It's not supposed to be, like, literal... Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think, unfortunately, a lot of, like, the critics are missing the mark. But even season. then, it's like, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I went to, like, a very affluent, like, white suburban, like, high school. And there were still kids selling, like, you know, Vicodin on my bus and stuff. Yeah. There were, like, you know, a lot of overdoses in my town. Like, yeah, it's not like it's not like it's so far off reality in the drugs aspect. I mean, high schoolers have been using drugs like fucking crazy for basically like all of time, at least since like the 60s. And if anything, like the reality is that drug use has dropped off among high schoolers like hardcore in the last like 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So all this show's doing is like showing like what high school like hypothetically is like. I also for a guess my point on that too, though, probably is... should be like, honestly. People like that, though, also just have no depth. Like, I'm sorry. If you watch the show and that's all you gather, that's, like, pretty lame. Like, there's just... 
I, I feel like the first time I ever watched Euphoria with no, like, we didn't yeah, have a podcast right. to listen to. We didn't have multiple Vogue articles and all this shit. Like, I just had to kind of, like, figure it out on my own, which I'm sure all of our, like, listeners can relate because they're all super fans. But, like... Well, Euphoria is gonzo in style, but it's not superficial. It has real depth yeah. and, like... You know, that's what I'm saying. Though, if that's all you got, more going on beneath the surface. Like, <laughs> yeah. even though it's like aggressively, like, you know, in your provocative face. Yeah. with the amount of like dicks and butts and drugs and stuff. Yeah, but I think that's like fun. And, like, yeah, it's all very surface level. The rest of the show is like quite deep and goes yeah. well beyond that. So if that's all you like read from Euphoria, it's like you're really just not paying attention. Yeah, and Sam is so detailed. Not to, I know we got to wrap it up soon, but like, he talked about how him and Marcel the cinematographer dude um how they like the whole reason they even thought of cal's backstory even being involved in the episodes at all was just purely based off a night of them hanging out and listening to 90s music and like how their love for like their like in-depth love for music which shows all throughout euphoria we've always said like the Mm -hmm. music ties in like rhythmically so well he literally said that's what sparked the story of cal like that was never supposed to be like a thing Mm -hmm. so once again just like pointing out to like things like that that you and i like catch and like research and like get super like nerdy about and other people are just so quick to like dismiss tv shows for like the dumbest reasons like there's too many drugs it's like you're like 30 like (laughs) but anyways on that note anyways i feel like we should dive into our new segment yeah do you want to lead us in or should i um i feel like i guess i will i don't know should i like describe it again we did last week but i'm happy to um alex and i decided to do a segment where it's called change our minds bitch and i just feel like so many of our listeners have some of the best opinions and like predictions uh contradictions to what we talk about and we just kind of want, like, our listeners to fight with us a bit, like, battle us, but, like, in a fun way. Like, call us out when we just fuck up and, like, maybe we said something on the well, episode you know, that's not accurate. Or I maybe they the, disagree. Uh, I think the Lexi Fez thing was a big wake-up wake up call for us. We yeah, really like, we, we think we're so, like, on we top of it. We had multiple people predicting that, like, between seasons one and two and really clowned on that. So, uh, you know, we've we've come back down to earth yeah we're, we're like, a little more right. humbled this season yeah a little we're really <laughs> channeling the humble vibes this season yeah so, like we're not know. the experts we thought we were i feel like sometimes we're totally wrong on stuff so i want to know hey there's only one way to live life which is a hundred percent sure that you're right about everything all the time that's you alex that's not me <laughs> obviously i don't give a shit since i thought rue imagination was a word so i'm obviously not too concerned <laughs> yeah. with how i like research things but anyways we're wrong all the time so we have now change our minds bitch where you should write it and tell us what we're wrong about and why and don't be pl- shy please do like we want to hear it uh, people are scared though someone wrote in like someone wrong. wrote in like i can't go up against you guys and it's like i i like that you like they were joking they were joking but i also like that people feel that way because that's very me and alex we're you just have to know from listening to us we're very like aggressive people we have very like strong opinions but that doesn't mean we're always right. Usually no. we're fucking wrong. So yeah, like I'm call us out. But I'm frequently wrong. So. so yes. So here's the new segment. Yeah. So what do we got? In regards to last week's episode, what were we wrong about, bitch? Yes. So also very, very quickly, just to remind you to submit, you can always submit through our DMs on our Insta posts. We'll post weekly whenever we do this segment, but also on the actual episode itself on Spotify, there's a Q&A section where you can quickly just jot down a mm-hmm, quick little mm-hmm. blurb, if you will. Yep. So I picked, 
I there were so many submitted there really were but I picked like three or four that I'm gonna break down for you Alex and Alex hasn't heard any of these hit me so episode two was the best episode of the season maybe even the series a hundred percent debunked false fake news I don't buy that take for a second I know but that is something someone submitted they wanted to be anonymous so I won't say their handle I but... will say I mean to not be rude it was weak like both in like a like thematic like plot yeah structural situation and also in terms of like nothing interesting about the show happening <laughs> I thought it was the biggest struggle it was a struggle bus like a struggle yeah Just it like really a, brought down season two it was like a mess of like plotting it was all over the it place was messy. it was difficult to follow it didn't like it just was not cohesive there was transitions were not yeah smooth. and that's not just us we've had friends agree so yeah sorry wrong <laughs> also bold to say maybe even of the series like come on I'm sorry season one is strong like strong no. so episode two is a total throwaway okay this is coming from ridiculous it's spelled kind of weird but on instagram um they said i have to live in a euphoria echo chamber with all the bad takes recently so i only listen to y'all because i most mostly always agree that's yeah, cute fuck yeah. thanks <laughs> but i've never been fully convinced that nate is oh my god i can't read tonight canon canonically canonically gay since we've only seen him interested in cis and trans women i think the dick pics on his phone were to send to jewels question mark he was on grinder in the first place though so was this just like the intent to find jewels mm-hmm. in other words you and i, I think yeah, last right. episode were joking around about all the dick pics yeah i think this person's point is like i think that was literally just like the plot to get jewels well i think there the amount of dick pics is a little suspicious because you can't send like 40 to 40 different dicks yeah but yeah i can buy that it was all plot part of a plot to get jewels i certainly don't think he's straight um in terms of him being gay, I don't know. I think it's worth remembering the scene from season one when he's in the locker room and everyone's naked and he's wildly uncomfortable. He does not feel it. Don't yeah. say that to say that like that's like totally normal or whatever. I'm the type of guy that's not super like down to just like whip your be, dick out and like, be like naked laughing. in a room with a bunch of other dudes. But the way he's experiencing that in his internal monologue at the time leads me to think there's a little bit of gayness going on. But this is a this is a, a solid take. Like yeah, yeah. I could Nate's sexuality is still up in the air. In other words, also like Loki, love that you listen because you agree with us. That's so nice. Thank you for writing in. Yeah, what's up? R Cohen nine four eight says, I think that Ashtray is gonna die at the end, and Fez is gonna go bonkers, and we're Oof. gonna see a different side of him, which Oof. is calling me out because I predicted that Fez Oof. would die. Oh, and yeah, interesting. So they're bringing another, which I think is valid. I think that absolutely could happen, meaning I'm not going to like say yes or no because I told you. I just have mm-hmm. a feeling someone's going to die this season. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm kind of like, R. Cohen, like you've convinced me. Like Ashtray going at the end would be like really like. I don't know if traumatic. I see it being Ashtray, but I think that this season is kind of like the anything can happen season where we're not going to see what's coming. Yes. So I don't have any problems with this. I think it's pretty wide open right now yep. in terms of like what's going to happen. So I'm fine with that take. Yep. That could definitely happen. 
crazy the only the, the last one is just funny i just threw it in for shits and giggles we got like multiple people writing in but this is just one of like 15 people that wrote in and said re elliot ari <laughs> well i'm re. saying like re like ari like you don't ever say that no you say ari like i say re like re <laughs> <laughs> oh my god tonight is on yeah. my night everyone's gonna think i'm dumb as rocks hey, all of our sorry, new listeners are gonna be like you <laughs> i swear i have an education and i actually like can speak okay re elliot the person he's smoking with in his house in episode two is credited as his cousin not his mom so everyone was like freaking mm. out and calling us out because we were yeah, like elliot true. and his mom are like weird apparently that's his cousin yeah no fair it's an oversight on our part we strive to be attentive to detail and yeah, I yeah we were fucking wrong i failed to review the credits on that ap- episode as i usually do so a good call out it's not his mom it's his cousin um which makes more point. sense because remember i was like his mom looks young <laughs> yeah good point um and while we're on it. that uh while we're on that subject the only noteworthy credits from this episode i would say are we have someone credited as the meathead jock and someone credited just as hot girl <laughs> which are both pretty amusing hot if you girl. Uh, i don't know if anyone here listening remembers season one but season one has some amazing like credits like just really like vague weird credits like that that we used to uh call out and i'll start doing that again because they do uh they do a pretty good job being like comedic about the way they describe extras. For sure. Man. Yep. Well, those are good. There Did we anyone go. change your mind? Cool. Oh, oh there's meatball. meatball. Um <laughs> oh. You changed Meatball's mind and he's vocalizing that. Did anyone like change your mind? I feel like we just more got called out, which was what I want. I want people to call us out. Yeah, I don't know. The ashtray take is interesting. I don't know that I like 100% agree, but I don't disagree because I yeah. think the whole it's not point like a is wild that, like, theory. We aren't going to see it coming, but that's a good that's a good theory. I hadn't thought of that before. He's getting a lot more character development this season, so it would definitely hurt if we lost ashtray. For sure. Okay, well, that wraps up this episode. I really want to highly encourage Alex and I would love to see more of you submit to the change your mind, bitch. Don't be scared. I literally got a couple people <laughs> writing in being like, you guys are going to be mad at us for what I think. We don't give a fuck. Like we say a lot of stupid shit on here. Please submit your thoughts. We love nothing more than good conversation. So yes, agreed. Just the more, the, like the more, the better. I don't even care if they're like super fucking weird. If anything, no, that, that me, like makes I'll it even, funny. I'll take your shittiest take. Give me your your weakest, <laughs> coldest take. I'll take it. Like, I'm Literally. interested. I still want to hear it. Same. I think it, like, makes the show. So, yeah. please do not hesitate. I always like touching on the the fringes of the, the fandom. For sure. And then, I don't know. Other than that, I'm excited for episode four. This was a strong episode. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked. Can't wait for next week to chat it up. Can't wait. Hopefully, I'm a little smarter next week. I feel like I was stupid as fuck on this episode today. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Plus, imagination equals okay. <laughs> Ruination. Okay. Sorry, some of us have nine to five jobs and then have to podcast. Like yeah, this isn't me. my life. I have that. Yeah, but like my head, my thoughts are jumbled. <laughs> my thoughts are jumbled, and then we're drinking like martinis uh, and shit. What am I supposed classic. to think or do, Nasty? <laughs> yeah what was it uh let's make that go viral nate and cassie i said nasty kate, you I said, said kate and nasty nice. <laughs> not one of my more proud moments uh, nice. all right well let's cheers and let's end it there yeah we right. can't wait to see you next tuesday you little 
boring cunts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That's so euphoric. That is so euphoric. See you next Tuesday. Like today's episode? Great. We love that for you. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a podcast review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the fuck you listen to us weekly. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at so underscore euphoric for all the euphoria updates you could ever possibly want in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, bitches.